A lot of great things happening within our region and some new initiatives that Vision Together 2025 is involved with. And we are on the phone with Robert Forsey, the Executive Director of Vision Together 2025, to talk about these things, also the purpose of the organization. Rob, thanks for joining us today. Hey, Bill. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Could you tell us a little bit about the organization and the people that make it tick? Vision Together 2025 actually started in 2015. As it was then and it is today, it's a group of for-profit, non-profit businesses. And uh, when it started out, we had civic leaders that were part of the board also. And it was a way to come together and say, you know, we find that we need to do something for the community. We need to work on, you know, the biggest things that we're known for is we help to get the raise grant together that's doing the infrastructure work all over downtown. So... That also leads into our mission, which our mission is really to try to make Johnstown a great place to live, work, and play. Mm -hmm. And that is an important part of our future because, as most of us know, we had quite a bit of a dip from 2010 to 2020 on the census. We lost a third of our population in the city of Johnstown. And, you know, we need to figure out ways to bring people here to work the jobs that we have open and provide a good quality of life. So what is the top priority. Have things changed from when the organization began in 2015 to what it is right now? Yeah, it it has evolved a lot. And most of what I can speak to, I was on the board prior to taking on the position of an executive director at Vision. And I did that a year ago this month. So I've been literally driving the ship for 12 months. And in that time, Even in that time, we've changed a lot. One of the first projects we worked on, which is going to be coming up again this year, is uh, we did a special needs Easter egg hunt down at the point. We had over 200 kids came in that day. This year, we're doing the same thing in March. We're partnering with the Money Man and helping to bring that event back down. And we had um, a bunch of volunteers there that day. And we kind of started going from there. The next projects we attacked were refurbing a couple of the playgrounds on the West End and then... We started doing cleanup days around town. We did one in Kernville, one in Moxham, one in downtown. We've tried to kind of just make sure that we're concentrating on areas where we can help out with. Um, We helped clean up Minersville a little bit. That was kind of the next step. And then beyond that, we started having the community events with Hope for Johnstown. And those were community fairs that we had on the weekend where we would get together and provide free food, bouncy houses, basketball tournaments. And in the meantime, we would bring service organizations from around town. We've had Jari there, Cam Tran, the library, the folks from over at Jari helping out with Career Link. We've had Drug Free Coalition there, mm-hmm. uh, the Backpack Program. They've all been parts of those events that we had on Saturdays. And we did eight of those last year, and we're planning on doing another eight this year. Nice. And then, you know, that's kind of been the focus is really kind of getting out there and, and engaging the volunteers with, with the community again, because that was something that Vision was really known for. Right. And we've been pretty successful. We bring a, a couple churches that started working with us on the volunteer projects we've been working on. Hosanna Industries has been in town, and we've been trying to help them out as much as possible. Oh, great organization. Uh, we had a fraternity. Yeah. Yeah. And we had a fraternity out at, from UPJ that needed a service project, so we cleaned up the area again. and. You know, it's just one of those things that as, as you start to do good things, people want to help. And yeah. that's been really encouraging. Oh, and it's so great to see some of the changes, not only in a lot of the communities that we have uh, within this region, but also 
as a guy that grew up in the Johnstown area, back when downtown Johnstown was a major area for destination. And I think all of us realized that maybe the downtown region's not going to be what it once was, but it can become a destination place again, this, this kind of niche area for retail businesses. And we've seen a turnaround of sorts over the course of the last five or ten years. Yeah, there really has been. You know, a lot of times in this day and age we talk about what's going on with social media. What are we hearing with social media? Actually, I attended the Chamber of Commerce's Economic Development Summit that they had last week, and they had a, a professor from out at UPJ that does a mountain town study, and he was showing the number of negative comments on social media five years ago compared to today. Mm-hmm. In fact, he did one the day of the study, and we had 400 positive comments the same day with 43 negative. Oh, wow. So means that we're moving in the right direction. Yes. You know, people see what's happening. They see the effort that's being made. People want to be involved with it. We just recently had a United Neighborhoods meeting, which is a meeting that we do with the 15 different individual neighborhoods in the area. And it was amazing how many people, there's probably half the people that were there that had moved here to Johnstown from Mm -hmm. out of town. So Mm -hmm. we're starting to see folks that are coming in. And the Mm -hmm. migration numbers, I think, are going to stand up to that. I think we're going to see, you know, that we're getting more people moving into the area than we have moving out. I mean, all of it comes down to the data, which is kind of hard to get until the next census comes around. Right. But, you know, we try to find that information out and really do everything that we can. I mean, like the most recent initiative is is kind of geared towards some of the things that we heard that we needed around the city and some of the things that will hopefully make us a better place to live. That includes, I'm sure, recruiting businesses, getting some retail throughout our region, too. This is uh, something that's very important to you, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, think about it this way, Bo. I mean, we're about to be the beneficiaries of a brand-new downtown. We've got to fill those stores, Mm. you know, and and some of that's going to happen organically. The announcement last year that UPJ was putting their campus downtown I think is very exciting. There's a lot of other businesses that have lined up to start opening up doors downtown. We still have some vacant buildings that need to be filled, so the, the work's not over yet, but... As we start to see the downtown pick up and gain some momentum, and I think a lot of that's going to come off of the campus. I mean, UPJ is going to be running shuttle buses every half hour downtown while the classes are in session and stuff like that. Mm. So we're going to probably go from needing one restaurant like Balance downtown to needing a dozen like we used to have. So I'm hoping that that starts to happen and we see more businesses that see the people moving downtown and then therefore they're going to be able to stay open and and it's really nice if you look at some of the cities around the United States that have really done this, where they've done the renovations downtown, it, it becomes a, a destination point where mm-hmm. people want to go, mm-hmm. they want to eat, they want to get a drink, they want to browse some stores, see what's out there, see what we have that's different than any other city in the United States, and then hopefully tell their friends about it. Yeah. You know? No, just absolutely wonderful to see uh, this happening. And, of course, Vision 2025 is able to support businesses that want to come in through, as I mentioned, the recruiting some retail outlets, but also providing some facade grants, things of that nature, too, for uh, potential right. businesses, right? Yeah, that's kind of the next evolution. Vision Together 2025 has actually put together a neighborhood partnership program. Um, the partnership program that you're referring to 
It's going to provide grants for existing businesses, facade grants, so they can kind of spruce up the front of their business or change their sign or paint the building or hydrospray it, you know, whatever they need to do to make it look nice and new and stuff. We're going to be providing retail grants that allow the Main Street manager to bring folks into Johnstown. So that can be downtown, that could be Moxham, Hornerstown. It's just going to depend Mm -hmm. upon the strength of the business and the business plan. Then we're going to be doing kind of one of the things that I like a little bit, and it's a small part of the overall plan, is to start mowing the grass on the vacant lots that are owned by the city and the county around town and JRA so that we make sure that we don't have six-foot grass lots out there. I mean, there's still some of them that are going to be privately owned I can't do anything about, but we'll start looking at ways that we can do that. One aspect of the program is hiring a Main Street manager. That Main Street manager is going to be responsible for getting programmed together for the park when it's done, for coordinating things like parades and things like that that we've got going on. It's a much-needed position, you know, that I think is really going to help us take advantage of the asset that we're about to have after they're done redeveloping all of Main Street. And then we're going to be providing wayfaring signs, which is a big piece of it. That's the blue and white signs that everybody, you know, used to see up around town. About half of them, believe it or not, are down. Uh, They've been hit or fallen off of the the brackets they were on. Mm -hmm. So we need to replace all of that so that folks that come to town know where they need to go. And then... Like I said, we're going to have the home repair grants, but on top of that, one of the projects that we're trying to do with this NPP is to actually build the first house in Johnstown since 2014. Our plan with that is is that, as you mentioned, Hosanna Industries actually does two, three, or four-bedroom build, and we're going to get the lot donated by city or county, and then we're going to take and put a house on that and sell it at cost. Mm -hmm. So, you know, our goal there... When you take a look at the demographics of Johnstown, the average house value is about $40,000 around town. Mm-hmm. The average income, I think, is thirty-seven-seven, according to the U.S. Census. Mm-hmm. So you take a look at some of those numbers, and you know people have to pay for rent or they have to pay for a mortgage. Well, generational wealth and generational pride really comes in when you have home ownership and you've got a chance to own the place that you live in instead of getting it for a reduced rate or, or, or things like that, so yeah. or, or a rental rate. So what we want to do is we want to work with Hosanna. The city and county is going to provide the lot. I'm going to buy the materials, and they're going to put the house up. That's and our goal for that is is that we would start the first year with building one house, and that would be between 24 and 25. We'd build the first house. The second year, we'd build two houses, third year, three so on and so forth till I think it's 21 houses if you do the math. Mm-hmm. I think my algebra teacher from high school is turning over in his grave right now. <laughs> I should probably be able to do that quicker in my head. But uh, right. The funny part about all of that, though, is that the, the biggest detriment or the biggest person that was saying that uh, I don't think we could do this was one of my board members. And mm-hmm. then we figured out how to do it, you know, and mm-hmm. now it's we just need to get the funding for it. And we're going to try. Yeah. I think that's the best thing that we can do is that when – you look at folks around here, I mean, the last house being built in 2014, some of the younger crowd, they don't want to move into a house that they have to do repairs on. They don't right. want to move into a house that, you know, they may have black mold or a bad roof or a bad furnace and things like that. So if we can hand folks that are just starting out, not ones that, you know, necessarily this isn't income-based, that anybody could buy the house when it gets down to it. But if they can walk through that door, turn the key, and put the furniture down and be ready to live there, mm-hmm. I think that's our goal, oh, you know. Yeah. And so 
We're going to be working towards that since I've announced this program, and that's only been a week. One of the big things I've heard is, you know, we'd like to see more of our houses that we have standing around here repaired. So that's become one of the question marks in my mind. Is there a way for us to be able to do that? And that's kind of what vision's about, you know, is if we get a, if we get a good idea, somebody gives us a good idea saying, I think this could really help our city. You know, we take a look at it and see if it's viable, if there's a way that we could do it, if there's a way we could work with the city and the county and the state, you know, to bring all those assets to bear so that we can get good resources and have a place that everybody wants to live. And if someone's listening to this conversation right now, Rob, and they want to Mm -hmm. find out how they can help out, you know, say somebody driving and they see some blight somewhere and they think, well, here's here's something that, you know, would be really nice to take care of, of this who can I talk to? Where can I get information to maybe get these ideas across? What would you advise that person to do? I mean, it's really simple, and, and there's two ways. You can call me at 814-539-5626. That's our main line. Or you can email me at rob at johnstownvision.com. Quite honestly, Bo, I mean, and this is the, the non-attractive part of the job, the thing that I've done the most since February of last year is communicate. Mm-hmm. there's tons sure. of programs out there. There's tons of opportunities for folks, and some folks just don't know how to access that information. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. the more of that that we can help with, I mean, we don't have to do everything. I mean, the city's got first-time home buyer programs right now, and there's programs through a couple different agencies around town that can really help folks out, mm-hmm. you know. They're theirs, you know, so just knowing about them sometimes helps out with that. We can refer folks to them. You'd mentioned about hiring a Main Street manager to have somebody that could mm-hmm. be the pivotal person in uh, coordinating this, working with you. What type of individual are, are you looking for? Well, I think that's going to be very interesting. We've started to write the job description as far as it goes, and we need somebody who's outgoing. We need somebody who cares about the city. Mm-hmm. We need somebody that knows the business community, and we, know, we need somebody that knows a little bit about event planning. So to a certain degree, I'm sure... Just like any job, we'll find somebody who has the majority of those criteria, and, you know, that's what we'll be looking for. Mm-hmm. I would really like to find somebody from the area because it's it's going to be important that you know what a pierogi is <laughs> if you're going to take on, you know, co- promoting our city. So, uh, you know, that's that's part of what we would like to see, but we're leaving the door open, and we just want to find the, the right person. But yeah. one of the things that people will definitely, or I hope people tell you, is that I'm not a very patient man. I like to try to get things done as quickly as possible. So that energy level and that enthusiasm has to at least match mine if they're going to come work. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And you'd mentioned about all the organizations that you've worked with. And I'm, and I'm sure that when you first started doing this, that there have been some people that now you have interaction with that you, you didn't know before. It's always good to know there's all these great organizations and great people working toward a common goal. I think that's really true with the housing portion of it. I mean, we sat down with a committee just to talk through building the first house and what that would look like. And, you know, that included JRA, the city, Mike Alberts from HUD, you know, basically everybody who's been trying to tackle housing in the area. And once we started talking through the program, it was amazing how many other programs that are out there that can easily bolt onto it, you know. So a big part of that is going to come down to, though, we just want to have a house that's a good quality house that people can pay for yeah. with an average job around here, around $40,000, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. So if you're going to do that, you can't bring a $250,000 house like they're building mm-hmm. in some parts of the area. 
you got to bring something that people can actually afford, which means you got to be between fifty and a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. You know, that's a that's bit of a of a unicorn in, in our world. Mm-hmm. But I think we've got it figured out, and and that's that was figured out as a group effort again. You know, and we continue to do that too, Bo. I mean, that's one of the things. Last Wednesday on the thirty first, we had that United Neighborhoods meeting, and we made it a public meeting and asked for input for the direction of. Vision Together 2025 for the next 10 years. And we had, I think it was over 40 people there that day that was given insights and information. We're going to be posting their insights up on our Facebook page and let more people wade in on it so that when we get together later this month and we write our strategic plan, we're going to have as much public input as we've been able to get. And I think that's where the together comes from. You know, I mean, it's not about... Rob Forsey sitting in a little office downtown trying to figure out the future for Johnstown. It's more like, what do we need? What, what can we do? Where can we get this done? And how can we work together to make it happen? Because vision can't do everything. In fact, I always kind of laugh because uh, our reputation tends to be that we're this huge organization, and it's literally me and one other person <laughs> with a board of directors of 13 people. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're getting things done, and there's only two of us. And so uh, if we had as many people as I think uh, people think we do, we'd probably be able to move even faster, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, I tell you, Rob, it's great to see things happening. I mean, as somebody that grew up in this region, and uh, to know that there are people that care, despite the negativity that you often see, you know, sometimes I think, you know, like, why does that bother me? But, uh, you know, as you say, you're getting less and less of that. And I believe that's because of the work being done by Vision Together 2025 and so many people with uh, local business and nonprofits that are uh, making a coordinated effort to improve this region. It's happening. It's We are getting there. Yeah, and, and, and I hope that it does. You know, I mean, that, that's somebody asked me one time, do you want to be, you know, like boss of all the 501c3s in town? I'm like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I said every organization has their own niche. Every organization has their own clientele that they try to help out with. It's just making sure that what we're doing hopefully inspires other people to take those steps. Mm-hmm. And if we can support it, like, that's a big thing, too. We get phone calls from the library. We get phone calls from beginnings. We get phone calls from a lot of organizations around town saying, hey, can you help me with this? Mm-hmm. In fact, the Masons, I've been kind of as a side project. It's not real exciting, but we've been trying to figure out historical designation status for the Mason Temple over there on Osborne. Yeah, beautiful um, building. So that they can keep, yeah, so they can keep the facility the way it is, yeah. you know. That's not a real sexy thing to talk about, but, mm-hmm. man, Imagine if we lost that asset, right. you know, in Johnstown, that, yeah. that we'd never get it back, right. you know, so. Absolutely. All this, somebody wants to reach out to you, find out more information of what Vision Together 2025 is, what can that person do? Well, there's a couple different ways. I mean, you can check out our Facebook page. I try to put up as much updates as we can on there. We have a website, Vision Together 2025, if you Google that. You'll see that our website comes up with uh, some of the stuff that we're working on. Then you can always email me at rob at johnstownvision.com or call us at 539-5626. And, but one thing that I didn't get a chance to mention is the NPP project that we were talking about earlier, that's not a tax grant. Mm-hmm. What that is is actually a. It's going to be funded by local businesses where they will contribute to the program, and then they'll get a tax break based upon their contributions. 
So if there's any businesses that are listening today that would like to be a part of that, I really encourage them to call me. Yeah. We've already had verbal commitments of $150,000 per year. So we're really only off by about $350,000 more. Oh, wow. And we'll start announcing those those folks pretty soon, mm-hmm. probably as early as next week. We'll start letting folks know who's going to be a part of that. Oh, that's awesome. But it's really an attractive program. You get enough tax credits that it makes it easier for you to be able to donate. So, I mean, that's the big part of it. And I, and I love that. Yeah. I love that our local businesses are paying for these things as opposed to us going to try to get a grant or some of those other things. Not that those aren't awesome. I, I've I've got a tree grant that's got me putting in a few trees next year over the next five years. If you haven't heard about that one, <laughs> that's but, right. Yeah. So those are other pieces of what of things that we're doing that are going to improve the city. But you know, it, it just I, I think this one's really a unique in that it's going to be funded by businesses to help the community. Yeah. And that's just exciting to me. That's you know? awesome. And, and you know what, Rob, I'd love to follow up on this too within a couple of months. So I'd love to talk again just to see how progress yeah. has been made on, on that very subject matter right there. Yeah, anytime. Give me a call. I'd love to get on the show and let folks know what's going on. Definitely trying to be as open and uh, dispel any rumors that folks have or any yeah. questions that they have. I'd love to answer them in public because that means I don't have to answer them multiple times. Well, understood. <laughs> Rob, I'm telling you, keep doing what you do. It's great. A difference is being made. What I love about this is is that you're looking also. I mean, this isn't this isn't necessarily something that's short-term you put a bandage on, but you guys look long-term, and you're going to see an impact. We are seeing an impact, so please keep doing what you do. We'll do. We'll do it as, uh, as long as everybody likes the things we're coming up with. <laughs> Rob Forsey, Executive Director of Vision Together 2025. Thanks so much for your time today, Rob. Really appreciate it. Thanks, both. Take care. That's the Bowenmore PA Podcast. If you have a charity, upcoming event, or 501c3, and you want to be featured in an upcoming episode, you can email me, producer Russ, at rbeckett at sevenmountainsmedia.com. R-B-E-C-K-E-T-T at the number seven, mountainsmedia.com. Keep checking back here for more news on what's going on in our area. It's the Bowenmore PA Podcast.